Joe Biden has picked his new chief of staff and some past tweets of his are raising a few eyebrows. Elizabeth Warren says all Biden needs to do to implement the most progressive economic platform ever. That's a quote. It's simple. Just bypass Congress. Who needs Congress? And Ticketmaster wants to require a negative COVID-19 test in order to attend events. We've got all that much more coming up and it all starts now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Jason Butchel, filling in for Hillary, who was filling in for Sarah. So we're going down the line here. Um, with me today is Pat Gray, host of the Pat Unleashed Show. I was going to say, Hillary, you're looking a little <laughs> rough today. <laughs> I, what yeah. happened? I, <laughs> it's, I didn't wear my wig today, guys. I'm sorry. It yeah. does a lot for the looks. Yeah. <laughs> and and Jaco Buyans. <laughs> Share together. Yep. President and founder. Yep. Also Thank host you. of the Jaco Buyans Show. Thank you. Thanks for being Good here, man. Be here. This is actually, gents, my favorite time of, we were talking about this a little bit off the air, of any time a crazy, whacked out Democrat administration starts coming in. Because I get to, in my nerdy little way, dig into all the like people, all their past, everything that um, they've been doing while well, no one's been paying attention. And it's been kind of hard looking at some of these trends. We're gonna go into a little bit later the full transition team that's kind of been gathering. Actually, a little hint, a little preview for that. They are being so blatant. They actually have Open Society Foundation George Soros members on this. It's like, they're not even trying to hide it. It's yeah. just like right out there. They don't care anymore, I don't think. They're going full bore crazy town in this administration. But the one cabinet member that they have announced is the chief of staff, Ronald Klain. Um, he's been with the Biden, uh, with the Bidens for forever in the late 1980s. He was the top aide to Biden when he was chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. And he ran Biden's office when he was first became vice president. So he's been there forever, which probably means he's around 175, something like that, <laughs> if he's close to Biden. Um, it's interesting though, some of the things that I've been pulling up, uh, so the New York Times just, pointing this out real quick, New York Times uh, pointed out that Klain was described as President Obama's Ebola czar. He's been a sharp critic of President Trump's handling of the coronavirus. And that's really interesting because, and I'm gonna kick this to you guys here in a second, um, corona is basically all they got. That, that's the entire campaign, that's all they got. But back in the day, the swine flu was kind of the, you know, that was the pandemic back during the Obama administration. And he had some interesting things to say about the swine flu. Check this out. Uh, I just had a couple things. I mean, I, I was in the White House in 2009, 2010. I was working for Vice President Biden. I wasn't involved directly in the H1N1 response, but I, I lived through it as a White House staffer. And what I will say about it is uh, a bunch of really talented, really great people working on it, and we did every possible thing wrong. And it's, mm. you know, 60 million Americans got H1N1 uh, in that period of time. And it's just purely a fortuity that this isn't one of the great mass casualty events in American history. Had nothing to do with us doing anything right. Wow. It just had to do with luck. Where was that clip? Uh, and so if anyone thinks that this can't happen again, uh, they don't have to go back to 1918, they just have to go back to 2009, 2010. Imagine a virus with a different lethality, and you can just um, do the math on that. <laughs> okay, so they wow. botched it yeah, last right. time, but now, yeah. trust us, we'll get it right this time. Yeah, what right. do you think that? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'd heard that he had said that for, I don't know, the last month or two, but... I've never seen the clip before. That's incredible. That should have been played a lot because <clears throat> Biden harped on the pandemic over and over and over and over. That's it. It's really all he had the yeah. whole time <clears throat> was how bad the, the virus was and how mishandled uh, the situation has been and that 200,000 people have died. Well, here's, here's one of the uh, 
important cogs in the wheel back in 2009 when the swine flu came around. And he admitted, man, we didn't know what we were doing. We completely botched it. Well, how? why would we expect Biden to do any better now? Exactly. <laughs> uh, we just hired this guy, apparently, maybe, um, and his own, one of his right-hand men said that they, they screwed it up completely. It's amazing. They said they had the most talented people, and they yeah. they absolutely botched it. I mean, that's stunning, right it there. It is. Look, it's, I, I always say the reason Hollywood supports these guys so heavily because it's all theater. It's all theater. There's no substance, and you'll see lockdown is their solution. Mm. Just show them. They've we're already do- said that. Show them yeah. we're doing something mm-hmm. because that's the solution. No, it's not. It didn't work then with swine flu. You, you didn't know what you were doing then. At least we can point to President Trump, t- Trump taking active measures very quickly. But, but it's all theater, and we're going to see some theatrics coming here. But it's interesting how people, I was telling Pat before, how people pivot now, now all of a sudden that he may be part of that mystery. Now you pivot. Mm-hmm. But now I'm chief of staff of the president, and he's going to pivot. I wouldn't be surprised, Jason, if we see a statement from him completely contradicting what he just said there, you know, in short order, and just hammering President Trump again. Yeah, well, speaking of contradictions, they're already really contradicting themselves. If you can, he tweeted this out not too long ago. This is right after the uh, coronavirus, uh, you know, thing was just starting to come out. Um, but yeah, where is that? It says we. Uh, so this is Robert uh, Ronald Klein saying we don't have a COVID nineteen epidemic um, in the U.S. We are starting to see a fear epidemic. Kudos to New York City Mayor and others for standing against that. So, in other words, this is no. This is so. If you remember, this is right when uh, President Trump was shutting down travel to and from China. Yeah. And they wanted to make this into a a, a racism thing. Yeah. So now he's saying, look, don't don't give in to the fear. All those like uh, you know like glamour shots of Nancy Pelosi walking through you know Chinatown. You know, that's that's basically what he's pushing right there. But this is this is him saying that's good. Don't don't buy into fear. Go out. Trump's trying to shut it down and then what did they do oh he didn't shut it down fast enough is what biden comes out they pivot mm-hmm. they flop like fish on the on the dock i mean th- they never have a rudder they've never had a rudder you can go back to clinton none of them have had a rudder they'll say whatever they need to say in the moment to coerce you to follow like sheep that's what they're about yeah it's ridiculous i don't i, I just i don't see how american american I think Americans pretty much by and large that didn't vote for Donald Trump, they didn't vote for Biden, they didn't vote for the people that he was going to bring in. They were just voting against Trump, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. That's all they were doing. Yeah. And I, I don't know if us even bringing some of this stuff up is gonna make a difference to them. I, I really don't. Do you see, Pat, America, no. I mean, even after all, it seems like no matter what we say, it, it doesn't make a difference, they don't care. Yeah, it's, uh, it always goes back to, yeah, but Trump, right. yeah, but 200,000 people are dead. Well. Here, here's Biden's new chief of staff saying that there was no problem, really, other than the fear factor uh, for this virus. And <clears throat> yeah, you're right. That's not going to uh, nobody's going to care about that. They're not going to say, well, obviously, you felt even uh, less strong about this virus, this pandemic than than Trump did in the beginning, because Trump was doing something yeah. and he's really recommended business as usual. Yeah, I, but they will overcome it. It, they always do, don't they? They yeah, always do. It's such a good point you're making. I don't know what you're saying. What I'm hearing is some are so far off the reservation that can we get them back? I don't know, Jason. When you start burning your own city down and then you have an opportunity to elect change and you elect the same. If we look at Minnesota, I think you're off the cliff. I don't know if you get them back. I don't know if anything you can say can help these people really find a value for America again, a value for citizens mm-hmm. again. 
Yeah. Speak, speaking of elections, I think start pivoting towards um, some of the, the you know the fraud allegations and what they're and what the administration's doing to that. I mean, I, I think it's absolutely pivotal. No matter what side you're on, that they actually should be supporting any kind. If there's an allegation, you need to look into it because right now you've got 70 million mm -hmm. Americans either way, a little bit over, that are going to feel like there was fraud. Yep. They're going to feel like they were cheated. Either mm -hmm. way. If the Trump administration is successful, you're going to have 70 plus million people thinking that, that I don't trust the system anymore. I think right now, most of the people that voted for Trump do not trust the system right now from some of the things we're seeing. And including going back to Ronald Klain, he tweeted, he tweeted this just not too long ago. There was, a, there was a Vox article. I think you can see the tweet now. There was a Vox article that was talking about elections being rigged. And he replied very bluntly, that's because they are. <laughs> Jeez. That's because they are. And this is why, why? he was wow. in the White House under the Obama <laughs> administration. Well, so why is it okay for them to say that, but not the other side? <laughs> Incredible. It's crazy. Incredible. I, I would love for Twitter to go in there and put one of their stupid, obnoxious little like right. uh, little warnings underneath it. Mm -hmm. You know, th this, this claim is in dispute. Why don't you go ahead and put it on that? I, I have a feeling they're not <laughs> going to do it. Um, this is just one of the uh, lawsuits that, I mean, there's so many lawsuits out right now, it's hard to really decipher the crap from what's real. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is just so much junk out there. And what I've been doing, and I think a lot of us here at The Blaze have been doing, is we've been concentrating on some of the actual lawsuits that have been filed, specifically Trump's legal team, what they have filed. And every time one of these comes out, I'm always just floored when I, when I read about it. This re most recent one um, uh, comes to us from Virginia, and it alleges that out-of-state vehicles, they saw out-of-state license plates, actually bring you know, boxes and boxes of ballots up to the tune of tens of thousands in Michigan. Whoa. Tens of thousands. The lawsuit seeks a temporary restraining order that would prohibit officials from certifying the vote until charges made in the lawsuit can be investigated. Look, that's all we're asking for here. There's no huge conspiracy theory. When you get claims and it's actually filed in a court in Minnesota, or I'm sorry, in Michigan, that tens of thousands of votes, like that could have swung the election right there. Sure. I mean, yeah, and you've, and you've got people who, who have sworn affidavits of witnessing these vehicles coming in. People who are saying, look, I'll stand, I'll stand witness to seeing this vehicle coming in with this license plate bringing in ballots. Um, of course, but, but do you think you'll see it on mainstream media? Of course you won't. I mean, this is, it had to happen. It's almost like there was a central command system that said, halt the election, which they did. The second he won Florida, stop counting, go home, and let's see what we need and bring it in from wherever. Just bring it in. Br bring it out of state. Just bring it in and let's, let's steal it. Pat, what's your, what's your gut tell you about these? We, we, time and time again, we always see these things come out, l different lawsuits, whether it's from Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. you know, Eric Holder, whatever. Every time we have something clear, something that you know, needs to be looked into, they sweep it under the rug and we never hear anything about it. Yeah. I, I, I would love to know what kind of proof they have uh, is just the statements of people mm -hmm. saying they saw that because that's not going to be enough. So my gut kind of tells mm -hmm. me that um, that won't be enough mm -hmm. if that's all they have. I, I would love to see photographs of it. I would love to see yeah. some hard evidence of it because that's going to be difficult to just push sweep under the under the rug. Um, but you know, this it's never been successful overturning a U.S. national election, and so that makes me a little skeptical that it's mm -hmm. going to happen this time. Uh, I'd love for it to. I want it to, and I want the process to continue. But uh, I don't really see it happening. I mean, what are your guys' opinion on the left in the mainstream media right now? They're just saying, look, guys, just accept it like we've accepted it. 
You know, th this is unprecedented. This has what? never happened before. It's like they forget mm -hmm. what happened in 2000. They forgot what happened in 2016. Yeah. I mean, Hillary Clinton did concede, but... I mean, that, that wasn't really accepted. Yeah, it was not. No, they they still mean, say it was stolen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. She was never still accepted it. I mean, that, that, yeah. Right. Exactly. No way. And 2000 <laughs> was 37 days. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we've, we haven't even scratched that surface yet. They took that to December days. 13th. Yeah. All yeah. the way. Yeah. And, and, and with a small fraction of dispute, uh, com, com, right. you know, comparing to what we're disputing at the moment, that was a fraction you know, of what we're looking at here. And we're looking at multiple states. I heard this morning, we're talking about if, if they have a victory somewhere, you know, we're going to contest almost every state. You have to, because why would you not? I mean, if you think there's fraud in this state, if whether they came in or not, whether it's, you know, keeping watchers at bay, why not, why not all the states? So, mm -hmm. yeah. well, we, we, we try, I mean, everyone, everyone from the Trump administration on down to, to, to people like us, we're trying to say, like, this is what happens when you change the rules so drastically in the middle of an election year. You go automatically mm -hmm. into mass mail-in mail -in voting. I mean, come on, you, you could smell the chaos that was going to come out of this. Yeah. We tried to warn them about this. I, I just don't, I do not see how, well, of course, it's the left. They can always get away with this. But I don't, if you're looking at real reform, let's, let's, let's project four years from now. What are some things, Pat, that you think they could do to change it so we're not looking at this again? Because they're going to try it again. You know they are. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think we need to use modern technology now. Maybe we do that uh, in the year 2021. Um, we're still, they're still doing paper ballots. They're still doing the yeah, fill in exactly. the little dot thing and, yeah. and mail it through the, the postal service. I mean, I just don't think we need to be doing that now. In Texas, we've got this system where you go to the poll, it's computerized, yep. uh, it, it's printed out for you, you put it into the you put it into the machine after you've filled out your ballot, it counts it immediately, and there it is. Yeah. And so you know that you put it in there, and what you put in there has just been tabulated. And you have yeah. the opportunity, as, as we all did, once you vote, it prints it out, you can check it yeah. before you feed right. it into Make sure the actual the way you want system, it to and you can go redo that if you have to. Mm -hmm. They've got a digital footprint on all of us, on everything we do every day, but they can't right. They can't track a voter. They don't want to, Jason. Yeah. They don't want to track a voter. I mean, they, don't, they want the room. They want that gray area. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I'd say go to voter ID. But remember, Trump, President Trump is pretty good at foreshadowing. Four and a half, four and a half, five months ago, he said, this is going to be a fraud. Because mail-in ballots historically around the world, they don't work. People steal elections. This is how they do it. How and what were the numbers that Glenn was using uh, last night on his show? Uh, something like, um, I, I don't remember what state, maybe you know this, maybe you did the research, Jason, but um, the, the fraud rate or the error rate yes. on mail-in ballots yes. normally is 1% yep. on people who've done it multiple times. The error rate uh, on first-time mail-in ballots is 3%. Well, they had 10 times as many mail-in ballots and about one-tenth the uh, error rate this yeah. time. So instead of having um, like 20,000, which you would we would expect when you get 2.2 million um, mail-in ballots, they had 951. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, the math doesn't uh, 0 0.03%. Wow. Yeah. 0.03%. Yes. Yeah. 
something's got to be wrong there. Yeah, that's books. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And, you, and not only you got to put up things like that, and then also with all these massive, that, there was over 2 million mail-in ballots. That was mm -hmm. in, in Pennsylvania. All those mail-in ballots, and a lot of these states don't even let them start counting until election night. Again, adding to the chaos. How yeah. did Crazy. Florida fix this, Why? but nobody else did? Exactly. I know, it's yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. We'll be right back. I know, where's the days where, hey, polls close at 7 p.m. on election day, the elections are Back to the news and why it matters. Um, so, taking a look here again at some of Biden transitions team. Uh, the full list is is online. You can go to I think it's buildbackbetter.com or something like that, and he's got the full list. So, what basically what they've done is they want to fill as po as quickly as possible if he wins. Um, all the cabinet members that they can on day one. So they've got an insane amount of advisors that have filled up his transition team. And like I said before, it's kind of interesting some of the people they've picked. I, th I, I, I noticed at least three George Soros Open Society Foundation um, executives on just spread out. One's with the State Department, that's kind of frightening. Mm -hmm. um, and then mixed out all over the place. But this is also kind of interesting. So he's also tapped a lot of people from Silicon Valley. No surprise, uh, I think, from anyone to include Google, Twitter. I mean, mm. come on, guys. Payback? Um, yeah, pay for everything payback. they've done payback. for him. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sitting with the hands out, going, mm -hmm. remember? Remember? We uh, blocked for you last month. Right. Oh, it t it's total right. quid pro quo. There was that, that letter from Black Lives Matter that we were reading about, talking about that on the show yesterday. Um, they were like, hey, you know, yeah. now we expect, pay the piper. Time to pay the piper. We expect right, you yeah. to go after some of these things. Yep. Um, but they also come from, and this is kind of interesting, Amazon, uh, Amazon I guess that makes sense, uh, Airbnb, LinkedIn, Uber, Stripe, Dropbox, and Dell. Mm. I, I thought they were the ones that were against big corporations. Yeah. Right. <laughs> being, being, being taxed right. out the roof, out the ceiling. <laughs> I you know? mean, well, what I love about the left right now is they're so, uh, you know, like crony capitalism is the devil. De capitalism is the devil. Crony capitalism is the devil of the devils. Yeah. Um, but literally they voted, they elected the poster child for crony capitalism. That's Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the only reason mm -hmm. that his family is millionaires right now is because of his, their father's ties to the government. Yeah. That's yeah. it. What's he made? Um, I, I was reading this just the other day. Something like um, $26 million since he left office. Come uh, on. Some outrageous number. Just in the last four years, he's, he's pulled down tens of millions of dollars. Has he ever Done had a really job? well for himself. Has he ever had a real job? Not that I know. <laughs> I don't know that he's ever written a paycheck, which is something I wanted Trump to go after him with. Like, you're so out of touch with Americans. Have you written a paycheck? Have you paid somebody? Have yeah. You, have you looked at another family and understand what it? No, it Warren, all of them. Uh, you can't mm -hmm. be in politics for 60 years and know what the real world is like. Yeah. Um, talking, transitioning over to, ca to cabinet members, actual cabinet members, not transition. I mean, Elizabeth Warren is right there on, you know, uh, what is it? Um, is it Treasury? Yeah, to be the Secretary of Treasury. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, Bernie Sanders is actually, I think he just, I think we have a, a clip about this right now. He said he's ready to accept being the Secretary of Labor. Watch this. Let me ask you about these reports, and I'm sure you've seen them, that potentially you might be eyeing a position in President-elect Biden's cabinet, Labor Secretary, for example. Is that true? Well, what's true is I want to do everything I can to protect the working families of this country who are under tremendous duress right now, whether that's in the Senate, whether that's in the Biden administration, who knows? Uh, well, let's see how that unfolds. 
But if he asks you to join the cabinet as labor secretary, would you say yes? If I had a portfolio that allowed me to stand up and fight for working families, would I do it? Yes, I would. All right, Senator uh, Sanders, uh, maybe I'll call you Mr. Secretary one of these days. Thanks so much for joining us. How frightening is that? Okay. That is yeah. scary. I, I, this socialist, this socialist curmudgeon <laughs> as labor secretary. <laughs> that's what we need. I mean, it was, right so, there. so game plan that out. What, what do you think would be some of the reforms that a Bernie Sanders oh secretary would do Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. I mean, with him as labor secretary and Elizabeth Warren potentially treasury <laughs> secretary? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Good night. I mean, you know, I, I, I've said many times during the election that Obama started the fundamental transformation of America, and he made a big deal out of that five days before the election in 2008. And he went a long way, uh, but we, we survived that, and then fortunately we've got pres- we had President Trump who rolled back some of that garbage yeah. and took away some of the damage, repaired some of the damage that Obama did. Uh, but, I mean, Joe Biden, with these radical socialists, Along, alongside, it could finish that process of the fundamental transformation. You, you, meant, you mentioned Elizabeth Warren, and she just wrote an op-ed in the, in the Washington Post, which is pretty much everything we would fear from them. She just, what's hilarious is the masks really have come off. Yeah, okay. they, mm-hmm. they do not care right now. With no consequence. With no consequence. Yeah, no consequence. Um, yeah, I, I, talking about when uh, you know, Obama was starting the fundamental transformation of America, I've seen so many quotes from senators and lawmakers today saying that that was actually their nightmare scenario time, that time, because mm-hmm. they wanted him to go all out at that point, but they held back. I mean, really, the only thing they got done was the ACA, and they wanted yeah. a lot more. But yeah. that was quite a bit. The ACA yeah. was, was, was pretty impactful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were basically redefining the law just yeah. to get it passed. Uh-huh. I mean, absolutely nuts. Um, but Elizabeth Warren in this op-ed, she uh, said a bunch of stuff in here that was crazy. She says, Biden's expected win is a victory for the most progressive economic and racial justice platform of any general election nominee ever. Okay. Wow. This is from Joe Biden, which... Yeah is no moderate, but he's been pretty much not only the poster child for crony capitalism, but the poster child for the establishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. but this is some of the things that, that, that she's saying they want to go after. And if she's saying this, I got to think this is being talked amongst the majority. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be. But some of the things she lists is cancel billion dollars uh, in student loan debt, um, bypass patents for companies that have expended millions of dollars in research funds to develop life-saving drugs, raise the minimum wage for all federal contractors at $15 an hour, um, establish a racial and ethnic disparities task force. Yep. Hmm. Whose job it would be to hmm. what? Yeah. I, Do what? Further make sure that less white people have jobs. Yeah, to play cop. To, uh, actually, to bring affirmative action into this mm-hmm. country is what you're talking about. Yep. That happened in South Africa. Exactly. I was just about to ask you that. Like that happened in South Africa. You've exactly. seen this play and, out. And, and by the way, by the way, we fished ballot boxes out of rivers and lakes in that election in 1994. Okay, so I saw it. Mm. And affirmative action came in and go look at South Africa today and see how well that played out for them. That's what that means. That's affirmative action. That's an onslaught on Caucasians in this country. I guarantee you that's what that is. So you were in South Africa when all this went down. Yeah, I had to go do my military service the very year that this happened, 1994. So I'm just curious about just like you know, civil unrest, what this mm-hmm. did to like just the actual people out on the streets, like it, constantly co- concentrating on race. I, c- I can tell you, they made gross promises which they could never deliver on, which resulted in lives lost, 
thousands upon thousands of lives lost. They swung the pendulum all the way to the other direction. And today you can see the country falling apart. I mean, there's more, you talk about cronyism, there's more cronyism there than ever before. It never works. This does not work. Socialism doesn't work. But that's, that's affirmative action, what she's talking about. And printing money, like it's mm -hmm. water. They're gonna print money like it's monopoly in this country, right? Because nobody, the student loans, nobody has to pay. No. It's a free lunch. Mm -hmm. um, so Pat, let's say we take these two Georgia runoffs, which at least one is absolutely crucial mm -hmm. at this point. It's critical, yeah. Um, I mean, do you agree that we might get the fundamental transformation of America oh, yeah. if we don't pick those up? Yes. So what can they do? What, what, do you think that they can still get a lot of this done through executive order? Uh, not legally, no. Um, that's where the Supreme Court packing <laughs> might come into, yeah. into practice. But if yeah. we have the Senate, they can not confirm uh, some of his nominees. So yeah, the, the, if we have 51 votes or 52 votes in, in the Senate, that, will, that can stop a lot of stuff. There are things he just can't constitutionally do through executive order that he would like to, to get done, um, especially things that are fiscal. You know, that's gotta go through the Congress. Um, uh, any, any kind of appointments gotta go through the, the Senate. Um, and so they would be able to stave off some of the fundamental transformation. The significance of this, I think, is huge because Biden's presidency would pretty much just go into lame duck, lame duck status pretty, pretty, pretty much immediately. And this has not happened. This is actually historic. If we hold the Senate and there's an incoming Democrat president, if, that would be the first time since 1885 Grover Cleveland. Wow. Wow, really? Yes. An incoming elected president. Wow. Pretty insane. Yeah. Back in a minute. Wow. I mean, it's frightening. It is. Are we, it's are, terrifying. Do you think both those seats are in jeopardy? Yeah, they are. Welcome back to the News and Why It Matters. We didn't get to this story, but I gotta throw it in because again, this shows the absolute utter hypocrisy from the left. Again, the anti-crony capitalists, you know, the people that are against taking all the money, they wanna spread it around. Ilan Omar, in the news again, and again, talk about no consequences. Mm -hmm. When is this chick ever gonna get nailed for She's anything? She's away with so much. No, no. I mean, uh, so much. I mean, immigration it. fraud? I yeah, mean, uh, every, yeah, yeah. come on. Yeah. Well, so, she, so we, we all know that, uh, I can't remember, Tim Minette is her husband. This was the big scandal that she was actually seeing this guy when she was married to her yeah. 11th uh, uh, husband. But she is now married it to Tim It wasn't her brother husband, it was her husband husband. <laughs> right, husband, husband your head will explode if you, if you go down this. was a different situation. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim Minette, is, he's, he's kind of he's like a big wig, I guess, in consulting with, um, with some of the, uh, with Democrat candidates on that side, fundraising and all that. So. She had already been caught by looking through uh, uh, financial records of giving him tons of money. I mean, millions of dollars already. Well, now we have just found out that she has funneled nearly three million to her husband's firm in 2019 and 2020. Three million dollars. Now, just to get to get the, to get to get put this in perspective. Okay. Uh, and what is it her husband does for? He plays his ads, right? Isn't that what it is? I mean, it, it seems like is he a media buyer? consulting a, is kind of. A I think he's a consultant media buyer. Media buyer. And and if you're a media buyer, I don't think you have to. Uh, do you even have to report the money that goes to the media buyer? So uh, it may be. I'm, I'm not sure what the but law is. But this is coming is from a campaign, right? 
Yes. Yeah. This is campaign funds. Yes. So, but 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 she's married to him. So yeah, all right. these all these people are donating to her campaign. She's then giving that money to her husband, which is really to her, which is well. to her. Well, mm -hmm. it, well, to remodel the kitchen cost money, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could spin it some way that it's good for the campaign. You know, like maybe good for a good backdrop when you. I don't know. Unbelievable. Put this is put this is in, it puts it more in perspective. Seventy percent of her third quarter payments went to her husband. 70%. And nobody is talking about it. No! It's not even it, mentioned. I mean, that's You have to go digging for this information. Misconduct. Oh, my God. Gross. <laughs> Can you imagine insane. if this was the Trump family? Did, oh, my gosh. If Donald Trump what? was funneling money to, to Jared a or dollar. Ivanka, a, or dollar. a dollar would be... You yeah, know, she's they, sitting with her husband. Do you think we can get away with 50? He goes, nah, let's roll the dice. Go for 70%. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to do this, but I think we have to do this. Because if, if Biden ends up winning, then we're going to have to be looking at this very, very soon. I want to go back to coronavirus because uh, Biden's coronavirus advisor says that a lockdown of four to six weeks could control the pandemic until vaccines arrive. Four to six weeks. Crazy. Watch this. When you look at the personal savings rate in this country, it's now gone from about 8% to over 22%. We have a big pool of money out there that we could borrow at the historic low interest oh. rates by the federal government. We could pay for a package right now to cover the, all of the wages, uh -huh. lost wages for individual <laughs> workers, for losses sure. to small companies, to medium-sized companies, yeah. for cities, states, county governments. We could do all of that. If we did that, then we could lock down for four to six weeks. And if we did that, we could drive the numbers down like they've done in Asia, like they did in New Zealand and Australia. And then we could really watch ourselves cruising into the vaccine availability in the first and second quarter of next year yeah. and bringing back the economy long before that. Oh, my gosh. What? What I is this guy talking about? Does he know they're building concentration camps in New Zealand of actually quarantining people, driving what numbers down? And then who picked four to six weeks? Why four to six weeks? Is this value? Who picked the four, four to six weeks? We'll fix it, folks. No, this is a way to siphon money off yeah. to cronies again. That's what this is. This is a payday, Jason. We, we, we were told two weeks and this would go away. Two weeks, and it was all about over over flooding the hospitals. All we had to do was flatten the curve. That's it. <laughs> you know, but that damn curve has been pretty tough to flatten. Uh, so it's like going on a year of flattening the curve now. Uh, I, wow. I I don't understand how how they think that we would survive another four to six week yeah. lockdown. So many businesses, so many business owners, how many restaurant owners, how many bar oh, owners, catastrophic. how many gym owners are going to completely go out of it. They can't, they almost can't survive right now. Mm. And if you were to do this to them again, Pat, it, but I want to talk to the people if I could, who voted for Biden and say, clearly you're out of your mind. This is what, this is what they want. Yeah. Can you survive? And the answer is going to be, no, I can't survive. Government help me. They're going to, again, they're going to print money. And at the end of the day, he goes, we can borrow. Great. You can borrow. How do you pay it back? Oh, We're digging can't. holes. Our grandchildren. Yeah. Well, can't, that, can't climb out of at this moment. That was the ridiculous thing. He's like, we've got this great pool of money that we can borrow from. We're already leveraged to the hilt. Where? Mm -hmm. what, what? Where's the pool of money? I, I, the print? 
Are we in the Th- black? That's Where? It. Where are we in the black? Well, it and, sounded and, like he was saying Americans have savings. Yes, that's right? what you're saying. That's not the government. Those are private individual savings. Are you going to take their savings from them and pay with pay for, with that's that? That's exactly what, what he was saying. He's yeah. saying we went up in savings to 22 percent. I'm like, and and yeah, I would and dispute that number because we just went through a lockdown right. where people can't pay mortgage, where people have had forgiveness for six months not to pay their mortgage bill. So, so what is he saying? We're going to leverage your personal savings? Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Yep. And how yeah. exactly? How are you going to leverage my personal savings so you can pay print money with Elizabeth Warren? You know, how? It's crazy. That's insanity, Jason. It's crazy talk. That's that's what you're getting, though. I mean, that's what people voted for. What's funny is there was that, did y'all see that viral tweet that was going around? It was an actual doctor. And then once Biden started talking about national mandates and mass mandates and uh, lockdowns, she tweeted, if I would have known he was for this, I I wouldn't have voted for him. Where were you the entire campaign? The whole year. He said it multiple times. Multiple times. He was willing to shut it down if he needed to. He's going to go by the science. And if the science says shut it down, he'll shut it down mm-hmm. we've seen national lockdowns like this in europe uh mm-hmm. uk uh, mm-hmm. all over europe all over europe and what are they doing right now they're having to do it again yeah, yeah. these don't work it won't be four right. to six weeks jason no be four to six weeks eight weeks 12 weeks tank tank it so government can grow to this monster yeah. where mm-hmm. we are completely dependent on government that's and, what they want and they're not worried about spending because they're moving towards modern monetary theory sure. they're moving to nnt which mean, basically means they can, they can completely print whatever they want yeah. go to full employment and it's based and on absolutely nothing nothing exactly. it's based backed on by nothing backed by nothing so ridiculous um so more of our scary future, and I think this just kind of goes, this is not the government doing it, but you can kind of see where we're going in this. Um, but Ticketmaster, they've got a plan to make sure that they're gonna you know, flatten the curve. Ticketmaster's plan is to uh, require a negative COVID test or a vaccine before you can attend any of their events. So they say, quote, once the test was complete, the fan would instruct the lab to deliver the results to their health pass company. Which sounds kind of frightening to me, like Clear or IBM. If the tests are negative or the fan was vaccinated, the Health Pass company would verify the attendee's COVID-19 status to Ticketmaster. So is this not <laughs> pretty much? I mean, we've always said we're not China, right? Like the, oh. the government's not doing this, yeah. but we're actually stepping into it willingly through all these different companies. Right. This will spread, right, Pat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like wildfire. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, I've. I've thought for some time that once the vaccine hits, it will be mandated, either through corporations yeah. or the government. But whatever, whichever way they do it, maybe they'll do it both ways. They're going to mandate it. And here's Ticketmaster telling yeah. us, you can't go to a concert of ours unless you're, you've got the vaccine. I could also imagine a scenario where they force employers to do the same thing. You can't come here to work unless you've got the ma- mm-hmm. vaccine because we can't spread it, it around at work. Because I because uh, I don't need to go see Lady Gaga at right. concert. Yes, okay? can live but it's going to really hurt when, when it involves airlines, your livelihood, travel, yeah. travel yes. school, yeah. travel, work, federal travel. travel. They were Biden already said he's going to mandate mask for federal travel. Certainly, they'll do it for vaccine. Um, so if you want to get on an airplane, you got to have the vaccine. If you want to send your kids to school, they have to have the vaccine. Uh, if you want to go to a grocery store or a gymnasium or a movie theater, you're going to have to have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it so, sure, you can say no, but you're going to be under house arrest, essentially. Go, go live in yep. the woods and, and mm-hmm. eat, off, eat off your own land. Yeah. If you don't have your little QR code, it's you're not getting in. It's been a frightening yeah. show so far, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of uh, scary. I am Glenn's writer and researcher. You knew where this was going when you sat down, boys. <laughs> We're back in a second. <laughs> The Buckles Show. Mm. And. 
I will. It doesn't take much. You just said you can't fly. What are we like? Uh, I think we're like a week and a half away from Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. thank goodness I'm getting the heck out of here. I'm not even opening the news for the entire time. Um, but for some places, depending on where you live, it might not be so fun. Um, just in time for Thanksgiving, New York Governor Cuomo has got a plan for that. Uh, he's declared that gatherings at private homes cannot exceed 10 people. So if you've got a large family or if it just goes over 10 people, can't do it. Um, he said that New York follows the science. We know indoor <laughs> gatherings and parties are a major source of COVID spread. To slow uh-huh. the spread, New York City will limit indoor gatherings at private residences, 10 people. He then went on to say Jeez. that he's depending on local governments to enforce this. It's I was only going to ask, how do you enforce that? He's depending. So he didn't. But I mean, we, I've already seen like you saw how he's handling like Jewish synagogues. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there was one video that went around where there was actually people going and taking pictures inside the synagogue to see if they were in there praying for crying out loud. But you know, Newsom's doing the same in California. So what you get a knock on the door and they're going to remove family members from your home. Newsom said if you've got three children, you can invite two of them. But Gavin Newsom said, the third one, you got to say, sorry, you can't do Thanksgiving this year with us. I say, please come to Texas and try. Yeah. Please try. You, you call 911 when you come in because you're going out on a gurney. <laughs> yeah, for real. But in a place like New York where they've just been so beaten into submission. Yeah. I mean. That's uh, really bad. And what are they going to do? Send police to people's homes if there's a bunch of cars parked outside their, their home? Are neighbors going to narc on neighbors? Yeah, they uh, will. Yep. Yeah, they're going to do that for I, sure. I mean, this is terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's Nazism. It's and this fascism. is the guy whose brother won't wear a mask in his own building. Yeah. The hypocrite walking around being yeah. a spreader, right? Yeah. Come on, man. I, I have a hard time finding. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if, they, if any of them really believe in some of these you know, policies. I, I really, it's I, all about control. It's all yeah, about it's control. control. Yeah. It's all about Absolutely. control. Um, all right, so let's get the heck off of that. Something a little bit more fun. So, <laughs> sadly, uh, Alex Trebek, you know, died. Um, there's an open spot on Jeopardy. Um, but guess who is in the running? So there's a, a website that's actually put the bets down for who might fill his shoes. Trump right now is number 30 on the list to take over the job. Can you imagine that? Someone gets, I'd be scared to death to get a question wrong of what he would say. Moron, you know, or something. Um, Some of the other people just to, this is, I I don't know how they're doing these, but there's like actual bets that you can put it on. LeVar Burton. You, remember, you guys know from yeah, Star yeah. Trek, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Var Burton's up there. Neil deGrasse Tyson. No. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yikes. I don't no, know. No, thank you. <laughs> who's, who's, who's the top three? What are they saying? Who's who's in the front? Who's the front runners? So I can't I can't see on this list like who the front runners are, but I can't mostly because I can't understand these betting odds and never have. But uh, Pat Sajak was on there. I, he'd have to leave Wheel of Fortune, so mm, I don't know yeah. if he would do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Rosie Perez, mm. um, Oprah Winfrey. Oh. John Stewart, Pierce no, Morgan, Joe Rogan's on there actually. Joe, okay. He might not be bad. Mm-hmm. Joe might not be bad, but Joe's doing pretty well. Moved to Texas. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, pretty true. well. It's true. Yeah, it's got a hundred million dollar deal. Yeah. I don't know. That <laughs> <I think laughs> yeah, Jeopardy. I'm not needing Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jeopardy. Um, speaking of like, I, it was just comedy shows. The left, for some reason, has a. Re- I don't know how comedy exca- escapes them as so much as it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, did you, you guys watch the the convention, Democrat convention. Mm-hmm. They tried, and it was so cringe. They can't so mean. They, yeah. they, they can't, can't mean. mean. They can't they tell can't jokes. Make, they can't no. laugh. 
They'll crack. That was Julie, Julie Louise Dreyfus was yeah. like that should be what she's good at. Yeah, you would think. But she couldn't do it. Oh, it was painful. Oh my gosh. Painful. Well, if you thought that was painful, check out uh, Chicago Mayor L Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Um, <laughs> she's getting killed over this. Watch this. <laughs> Thank God, science is back, baby. And the earth is round, not flat. Washing your hands does work. Social distancing does matter. And wearing a face covering does help protect all of us. I do love science. I must talk to you like this or you will not believe me Jason how I, I'm wondering it's embarrassing wow what are some of the other things that she could have been doing except making attempt at this humor absolutely insane and science is and it's supposedly I obviously bait that's directed at Donald Trump yeah yeah remember when he said the earth was flat I remember that that was uh, yeah I said it all the time weird. yeah yesterday um, I think and he said don't wash your hands always said that yeah, oh a lot like every day uh, just sheer asinine yeah. stupidity yeah. it's just hard to believe that adult human beings could have this even is the been same responsible that's dressed that. what what was the costume she was dressed up she looked like beetlejuice to be honest <laughs> <laughs> she looked like beetlejuice right maybe go fix your city I, maybe go do some actual work and go fix that city yeah, yeah the, and the whole the whole thing on science is baffling to me like they always like they're they're the party of science. Yes, yeah, and science is back. Does that mean that we're we understand there's two genders now instead That's of ninety seven? Right. Come on, Pat. If science yes, is sir. back, does that yeah. mean a fetus is a human being? That's right. Uh, Thank if you. science is back, uh, does that mean that the world isn't going to end in nine years, like they keep telling us yeah. with the climate change bullcrap? And, and it means we're going to look at the low death rate of the high infection rate if science is really back i'm with you 100%. right well said can, sir can men have periods and get pregnant no no uh, can, no can, not can if science is back can, but tampa, no. tampax said they made a tampon for you though because <laughs> all people bleed jason <laughs> I'm just, I'm, it makes you wonder if some of these things are going to go away like are these narratives going to go away after all of this no stuff? i think they're going to get worse no, yeah. they're going to double down on it no, i don't think it goes away mm -hmm. they're insane yeah I, you gotta think the inmates are running the asylum you look at you look just look at the the results of this election. I mean, by and even if Trump loses, right? By and far, Amer Americans rejected you know some of these you know the, the far left, the radical left. I mean, it, uh, it is true. I mean, in Texas, if you look at the house, here, the house races, the house races, some of the Senate seats that they thought they were going to win, the Democrats and, and didn't. Yeah, it was a, actually a pretty good overall yeah. uh, election for Republicans, other than. The presidential disaster. If we can hold that Senate and we can make some more uh, gains in the midterms, we could start to right this ship. Yep. Yeah. Back in a second. Yeah. I'm actually not surprised by this at all. Yesterday's poll, will you take the Pfizer COVID vaccine, as in the vaccine that was rushed through, fast-tracked, and hurried out? Um, will you be the guinea pig? Might have been a better uh, way to uh, ask this question, but 70.4% said they would not, with only 29% saying they would take it. Would you guys take it? No. Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, actually. It depends. I, I, 
I wouldn't want to be the guinea pig. I kind of like what, wait, like at least uh, maybe three to six months. Yeah. See if people start growing another arm or something yes. like that. And <laughs> or, or dropping over dead. Right. Yeah. A little, a little <laughs> uh, today's poll. Do you think President Trump will ultimately win the election in the courts? Pat, shoot that to you. Mm, no. You're that skeptical about it, huh? I mean, I, I think there's I somebody has a shot to. at it. Yeah. I hope he does. I, but I just, I, I don't think so. Jacko? I got to fight until, until the fat lady sings, man. We got to fight. I, I pray that happens. I'm torn at the moment, honestly. I'm, I'm just seeing what they've gotten away with and how easy they yes. get away with stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But hey, we can turn history. So I hope for it, but it's, it's, it's a long journey. You look at Ilhan Omar and you're like, yeah. you can yeah. do what anything you want. Yeah. And well, no consequence. Anything. anything. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys, for watching. We'll see you back tomorrow. Well done, sir. Survive! What do you think? Do you think he'll, he'll, uh, he'll win this election? Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.